Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I've got six important things you can do to help maintain a healthy muscle mass. This is part two. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. I hope you are doing well on this fine, fine day. My name is Kate. I'm a registered nutritionist and I'm the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And we are chatting about muscle mass in this little mini series. And I've got three more tips to join yesterday's episode. And I called them accessory tips. And what I mean by that is that the first three are really the most important. So they're the the key drivers that directly influence the maintenance of a healthy amount of muscle. And also if you've got the right conditions can help build muscle mass as well. Once you nail down those, that would be where I would get you to start first and you're consistent with that and you're still struggling. Either you're just not feeling well or you're either still not building the muscle that you want to or you're feeling overly fatigued or you're getting injured all the time, that kind of thing. Then I would start to get you to focus on these next three tips. And in my fun fact yesterday when I talked about being a CrossFit addict, I – I fell into a number of traps with my training with CrossFit. The first thing is is that after I started to get pretty fit is that my body just naturally didn't actually look like um, skin wrapping muscle lean. Now, it definitely did show increased muscle tone and I had a lot of people mention like, oh, look at the muscles in your arms or look at the muscles in your legs. But it happened so gradually that I didn't notice the change. All I could see was still this same body that has just a layer of fat under the skin. That means that muscle definition isn't as clear. And I fell into this trap of I am fit and strong, but I don't look like I am. And it started to really bother me because what had happened was with with training in this sport and actually getting really good at it, I was like following different people on social and I got started getting more into fitness, nutrition and everything. And everything that I saw online of these fit, strong people showed these tanned, cut people with lots of muscles showing. And I fell hook, line and sinker into the trap that because my body didn't look like that, then I wasn't as fit or as strong as I could be. And so what started happening is, is that I started trying to create a, a calorie deficit to lose body fat whilst I was training 10 to 12 hours a week, huge amounts in really high intensity, big volume training sessions. Now I was combining that with, I was applying for a business loan to actually open my first clinic back in 2013. Our Harrison clinic was the first one and I was trying to get a loan from the bank. And so I was on my laptop hours and hours and hours a day writing this application and, you know, trying to pull everything together. I'd never leased commercial property before and it was a huge deal. And so 
I actually got rejected by the bank number of times. So I was super stressed. So combine this stress, a lot of hunched laptop use, 10 to 12 hours of huge training, trying to stick to a calorie deficit, um, not doing enough rest. Also had two little kids at the time, like two years old, four years old. Right, it was hectic and I was injured because I was under eating, I was overtraining, I wasn't resting enough um, and I wasn't taking steps to ensure that I was looking after myself. And so what I want to chat through today is sort of three more tips, more accessory things that are really important to help you maintain a healthy muscle mass and just just keep your whole body healthy, really. So the ne- the number four tip is don't overdo it. So we all know obviously that exercise is important for our health, but there is such thing as too much exercise. Like you can actually overdo this stuff. And um, it, it can be pretty difficult when you start to get into sort of one, a trap of trying to get your body to look a certain way. Two, if you become really competitive and you you want to be the strongest and the fittest and the fastest, or even if you're just competitive with yourself and you want to be progressing quicker, yeah, it's easy to fall into the trap of, oh, I can't have a rest day, I need to do something today and, and overdoing it. And so it is vitally important that if you're going to put your body and your muscles in particular under the stress of a huge training program or lots of physical activity, that you also give your body time to rest and repair. The, the equation of good muscle growth is stress plus rest equals muscle increase in strength and mass. If you just have stress and no rest, you don't get growth. And if you just obviously have rest <laughs> and no stress, like you're not doing any exercise, you won't have growth either. So And, you know, just in general with just maintaining your muscle mass and just being an active, fit, healthy person, the same thing is true. You can't just smash yourself at the gym and expect to to maintain muscle without giving your body adequate rest. So make sure that you are scheduling in rest days at least one to two in a seven-day cycle where you aren't doing anything. Or if you have to do something, just do a walk. And not a walk up a mountain or something crazy like that, just a really nice easy walk or a really nice easy swim. Swimming for me is not easy, so I wouldn't class as the rest day because I'm not a very good swimmer and it takes a lot out of me. But just something that would be very, very, very low intensity if you have to do something. But ideally you want a day where you don't do anything, particularly if you are doing really intense exercise. If your exercise is just sort of, you know, 30 to 60 minutes of walk slash jog or, you know, sort of medium intensity training, you'll probably find you'll do okay doing something on most days of the week. But if you are doing high intensities interval training, so HIIT training, um, really heavy volume weights um, like Olympic lifting or power lifting um, and you're mixing all of that in together, right, and you're really pushing yourself, then you definitely need it a day or two off in the week. That's super, super important. Next tip is making sure that you are getting enough sleep. So sleep is really, really important for muscle maintenance. 
it's important for a lot of things. If you go back into the archives of my podcast, I do look at the relationship between sleep and body weight and appetite. And research actually shows that if you don't get sufficient sleep, then you actually have an increased appetite, drives you to overeat throughout the day uh, due to sort of increased sleepiness and a change in your appetite regulating hormones, stuff like that. It actually increases your risk of type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease. Um, So getting sufficient sleep is a really important thing to prioritize. And I've had clients over the years wanting to get leaner or lose weight and they're training heaps, but then they're only sleeping sort of four or five hours a night. And I've said to them, I was like, before we even get nitty gritty with your diet and start playing with the nutrition, I was like, I need you to prioritize this. Like your body is exhausted. Focus on this first. That's the root cause of of the nutrition going awry. Like let's not worry about nutrition. Like go see someone to help with your sleep and then come back to me. You know, this is how important it is. So Make sure that you're you're doing stuff around your daily routine that helps you get enough sleep. So going to bed and getting up at the same time every day is definitely a helpful tip. Avoiding screen time before, screen time before bed. Oh, I'm hit and miss with this one. I I want to not have screens before bed, but I, I find myself doing it and I need to nip that in the bud again because I, I was really good at that and now I've fallen back into a bad habit. It's just easy, right? And then I lie there for a good hour all overstimulated from the screen. Try not eating like huge heavy meals right before bed. So giving yourself, you know, a couple of hours between the meal and bedtime um, and also reducing your daily coffee caffeine intake as well if that's creeping a little bit up particularly if you're taking caffeine sort of in that later part of the day so they will help you get more sleep the last tip is to make sure that you're consistently eating enough so i mentioned this this with my experience with with my training is that i was trying to create a calorie deficit when i was asking my body to do really intense exercise. And you just cannot do that. Like it just was not a happy little body. Like it was exhausted in pain all the time. So you do have to decide on your goals. And and if you've got competing goals in that I wanted to be fitter and stronger and I wanted to be leaner, they were competing goals. Like I couldn't actually achieve both of those goals at the same time, but I was too um, stubborn to to do anything about that, I was just like, oh yeah, well that might be true for other people, but I can do it, you know? And I was just silly. It's like I put myself in a separate category to the rest of the world. Like, oh no, I can train 12 hours a week, you know, in intense exercise, look after two children, be in a calorie deficit and I'll be fine. I wasn't fine. I injured myself so badly that my CrossFit career completely ended um, and I've since then I haven't been able to get in to consistently – resistance exercise again because my body oh, just doesn't like it. Um, so I just focus on other exercise and I've lost probably a good four kilos of muscle since stopping CrossFit over the last eight years or so um, with this change in my exercise routine. So you've got to be really careful. And I wish that I, one, hadn't overdone CrossFit, that I made it more realistic so that I was still doing it to this day, you know, just four or five hours a week. And that I hadn't been so obsessed with getting my body to be leaner. Because the truth is, is that I'm not supposed to be skin wrapping muscle lean. That, that, that 
I was absolutely healthy and fine just the way I was and who cares if no one could see how strong my muscles were under my skin, you know, and this is the allure of social media and our culture that, that, you know, we have to be the whole package and I wish so much that I didn't fall into that trap that I was just like, yeah, this is what my body looks like and it's healthy and I'm happy with it. So look, that's that's pretty much it for this episode. To recap on all of the things that around maintaining muscle mass, you need to have good diet quality, ensure you're eating sufficient protein, doing some kind of consistent movement and in particular resistance exercise if you can. And it obviously is dependent on your goals, whether you're just wanting to maintain your muscle for good health, whether you're wanting to build muscle because it's on the lower side of things or if you're wanting to be fitter and stronger and work on performance-based things for your sport, that's when we'd start to really um, individualize the nutrition specifically for an individual. And then, of course, thinking about your life more holistically. Are you getting enough sleep? You know, are you making sure that you're getting plenty of rest days? And are you, you know, eating enough consistently to ensure that you can achieve your goals in a really realistic and sustainable way. So if you'd be interested in knowing how much muscle mass you actually do have and you live in Canberra, um, but I do know there are lots of businesses around Australia who have the same body composition machine. So the Healthy Eating Clinics have an in-body 570 machine, which uses electrical impedance to measure your muscle mass. So it just sends a small electrical current through your body and um, it's great. It's how I know that I've lost muscle <laughs> over the years. But it's just a nice way of looking at a number of different elements around your body composition and and what your exercise and nutrition is sort of affecting. We say that this is a nice way to do this every eight to 12 weeks and, and get off daily weighing of just straight scales. Um, focus on habits and then, you know, check in on your body composition every couple of months. So if you'd like to check that out, make sure you visit the Healthy Eating Clinics website and you can book yourself online. But you can find InBody 570 machines around Australia if you are not in Canberra. Otherwise, that's it for this little mini series. I hope you're having an amazing day and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.